0: Master of the Tides of Fate by Laramel the Wise. Hermaeus Mora, the Daedric Prince of Fate, goes by many cognomens, including the one who knows, the Lord of Secrets, and the Master of the Tides of Fate. This latter appellation always intrigued me. So, <clears throat> I decided to dig deeper into the origins of that particular title for the Keeper of Forbidden Knowledge. I suppose the question begins, what exactly is fate? That depends on the philosophy you follow, of course. But, the predominant viewpoint describes fate describes fate as the development of events determined by a higher power. While the nature and identity of that power remains in contention, it is clear that Hermaeus Mora has dominion over at least some aspect of fate. As the ever-seeing eyes, he constantly scribes the tides of fate to determine what is destined to happen next. Hence, he is called the master of the tides of fate. As far as I can tell, <clears throat> the one who knows does not alter or direct the way fate unfolds. He does, however, observe where the threads lead and follows them to their inevitable conclusion. Forgive me for mixing my metaphors, but describing fate can be challenging. Some see fate as a loom, constantly spinning out threads of destiny. Others construe it as a vast ocean, with currents and tides that ebb and flow forever into the future. So, where does the name Master of the Tides of Fate originate? I believe it comes from those followers of Mora who see knowledge and fate as a vast and fathomless ocean. They imagine Mora as, a, as suspended above or within this ocean, constantly peering into the depths to track the currents of fate. He is the master, not because he controls destiny, but because he knows every possibility and outcome intimately. Indeed, there are regions of Mora's realm of Apocrypha that resemble nothing short of an endless sea, holding secrets and forbidden knowledge beneath its surface. In the end, who can say which actually came first. The idea of Hermaeus Mora as a vast entity cataloging the tides of fate or the image of the great prince hovering above an ocean in Apocrypha, peering into its depths. Perhaps one is just the reflection of the other. The Neverwoven, Entry 1 Is it worth my eroding sanity? Knowledge. Endless knowledge. As long as I'm willing to seek them out, every fate teeters on a precipice, a threshold where they might be made or not. We make our choices and the strands of what we choose to do. The way we choose to follow, fate itself weaves its strands in and through and around until the tapestry of our fate line is strong and it's unbreakable. Entry 4 I've been able to identify the threshold, the never woven, the unwoven. The moment it starts to form hangs in a ab- beat, in abeyance, waiting, anticipation, as Azendar used to bark at me. And then, sometimes a choice made, and nothing. But it is not nothing. A power in the unwoven fate. The reach of her memora stretches past the boundaries of what is to what might be. Perhaps, perhaps one day, my reach will meet his. If Azendar were here, he would laugh at me, and I at him. He was so right and so wrong at the same time, his ideas do not encompass what I have seen. Entry 5. I see, I see them everywhere, I go now, I see them everywhere I go now, my forlorn, (laughs) unmade choices, my forlorn, unmade choices. I have found a way to scry them out, one drop of my blood connects me to these unrealized potentialities, the frayed and unwoven fates that lay scattered behind me like so much debris. We leave them behind us, an unending chain that links us back to our first breath of life. So many lives unlived, and all mine to learn from. Just as Azendar and I always hoped. Entry 12. They say that fates are bloodbound to an individual, or do they say that? Perhaps I just said that. It's so hard to tell them. Now, where I end and they begin, the power, the potential... I sought merely to learn, but there is so much more to be gained. I can weave my tattered, untaken fate into power. They are nothing, just shadows on the cave wall. Why should I not? Am I not the flame, the light that casts those shadows? Centrally casts those shadows? Entry for (laughs) Entry, entry, fourteen worth it? The knowledge is mine. I know it. It is me. I can smell the drift now. I can wander the drifting tides of fate. Never to worry. Never again. I have done it, Asandar. I have the knowledge. All of it. Deal with the Daedric Prince. The Testament of Rindral Torano, Healer of Tear, Circa, Second Era, 573. It had finally come to extreme measures. Pestilence and disaster had settled on our land. First, it was a series of chill nights in the summer. Then, a flood. Then, a heavy miasma descending upon the town. Then, the water darkened and turned foul. Finally, the animals began to sicken, followed by the people, including the dark elves. I and my fellow healers could keep up initially with our spells and poultices and potions, but soon the numbers of the ill became too great and we sent for aid from other nearby communities, but they turned us away for fear the plague spreading to their locations. We exhausted our own supplies, including the reserves we had stored away, and then even our healers began to fall ill. I could take no more. I dug through our ancient texts, and using the prescribed vampire dust, silver, a death bell, and a ruby, invoked the alien words and called upon the source of our afflictions. Periite, I summon you to accounts! In a flash of light and a billow of smoke, a ghost-like skeever emerged from the swirling mists. I thought the summoning had failed until the skeever said, "'You have called. I have answered. "'How shall you venerate me?' "'Venerate you,' I spat. "'You have inflicted a plague upon my city for no reason and with no end. "'You must stop.' "'Plague? What plague do you speak of?' it asked innocently." "'The gripe,' I responded sharply. "'Ague! "'Consumption! "'The beastly horrors, "'Fiddler's quinsy, "'even flying heart ticks, "'each plague worse than the one before!' "'I thought the, see- the skeever shrugged, "'but it said, "'but it said, "'I have done nothing other than "'let nature take its rightful course. "'You decimated my village!' I said. You pray for cessation of, of your suffering, asked the skeever. I command you to stop, I shouted. The skeever gave a chittering laugh. You command a Daedric Prince? Really? Can you force me, mortal? I have knowledge, I replied. I can gain more. I will be relentless in my pursuit of you, and I will spread that knowledge through the land. I will not just deal with your deadly afflictions, but cut them off at the root. Your power will fade, and you will become a lesser thing. There was a silence for a moment. Then it said, what is it you want? I want my patience to be free of these plagues, I said. I want the people of Tear to be afflicted no more. Then after a moment's thought, I added, for a year and a day. Again, the silence, then a chuckle, which sounded very strange coming from a skeever. (laughs) Very well. And with that, the ghost-like skeever disappeared and with the dawn the people of Tyr began to recover the consumptive coughs became milder the ague subsided even those with the worst cases of fiddler's quinsy began to regain their strength yet it was <coughs> yet it was with yet it was not without cost for all deals with daedra always come at a heavy price I soon felt a weakness set into my limbs and in the days that followed, my skin grew scaly and lizard-like, spreading across one arm, boils appeared on the other, food lost all taste, sleep eluded me, breathing became difficult. Now my vision is failing, I weaken, something unpleasant moves inside my chest, I have sealed myself in my quarters and have instructed all to avoid me. Through my declining ears, I can hear bells, Tear celebrating its good health with cheers of cry of joy. I am happy for my people, but I curse what has befallen me. I curse Periite, and I curse myself for dealing with a Daedra Prince. The transcript was found in the offices of Rindral Toronto. Alongside his rotted corpse in the year Second Era 573, the corpse was burned, though some say it was still moving as it was consigned to the plague fire.